And nights like this were the price she would have to pay if she were ever going to find the one. She knew the date was a mistake precisely one second after she heard the voice behind her at the bar's entrance. Are you Amy? It was a nice voice, deep but not brusque, friendly but calm. For exactly one second, she was optimistic. For that one second, she believed that Brad with the good voice who was familiar with Angel's share, whose first date with her fell with the first snow, might just make a good companion for the evening, if not more. Then the second passed, and she turned to meet the man who went with the voice. The truth was, Amy did not care about looks. People said that all the time, but Amy actually meant it. Her ex-boyfriend... Perhaps he had never become a boyfriend, but the man she'd most recently dated had been handsome as hell. But by the time they were through, she found him repulsive. This time, she was putting looks aside to focus on the qualities that counted. Brad's face was not unattractive, but neither was it familiar, a surprise to Amy since they had exchanged multiple pictures over the last week. Internet daters posted photographs, so even though Amy did not particularly care, she looked. It was nice, after all, to have a visual image to go with the instant messages and emails. This face in front of her, however, did not match the image she'd carried. As Brad squeezed through a small group of people to ask the host for a table, she mentally shuffled through the pictures he'd sent and realized that in most, his face had been obscured. Sunglasses on both the fishing boat and the ski slopes, a hat on the golf course, a darkened dinner table at some black tie event. One headshot had been pretty clear, but even a toad could eke out one good picture. In retrospect, she realized she had used that one good picture to fill in the blanks on the rest. Once they were seated, Amy tried to put her finger on precisely what was different. The face was puffier, older, too. In fact, Brad looked much older than the 38 years he claimed in his profile. Sure, she might have shaved off a couple of years herself, but she was talking much older in his case. She realized there was no point in getting bogged down in the differences. He looked completely different than she had envisioned, and that was that. By the end of the first glass of wine, she knew it wasn't just Brad's face that didn't match up to his online counterpart. According to Brad's profile, he was a gourmand and a red wine junkie. She allowed him to order first, afraid she might embarrass herself with a passé selection. After he requested a cheap Merlot mass-produced in California, she proceeded to ask for a Barbera d'Asti. If Brad was going to lie, then she was going to rack up Piedmont prices on his tab. He talked about work while he drank, pausing only to take big gulps from his glass. Commercial litigation, a motion for summary judgment, something about jurisdiction and somebody who lacked it. An appeal. His monologue would have been boring at 11.30 in the morning, but Amy found it sleep-inducing at this late hour. She tried shifting the conversation, resorting to all of the subjects he'd gone on about in his emails. Independent films, running, his photography hobby. Each topic was a bust, sparking nothing other than a brief expression of surprise on Brad's unfamiliar face. Reaching for her coat, Amy did not see Brad order the second round until it was too late. 
Nearly an hour into the date, Brad finally took a break from his running legal commentary. I'm sorry, I've been working so hard it's tricky to turn it off sometimes. I should ask you about yourself. The brief glimmer of hope Amy allowed herself was dashed when he proceeded to make good on his perceived obligation. So, which publishing house do you work for? He asked. Pardon me? Well, you're an editor, right? Which house? Her confusion must have been apparent. Oh, right. No, you're a fundraiser for the Museum of Modern Art, right? So how's that going for you? It was going, she thought, much better than this date. The jerk had actually mixed her up with some other stupid woman he was duping online. The wine was good and the view of the snow was wondrous, but nothing was worth this humiliation. She selected her excuse and went with it. I know I said I was up for a late night, but I took a painkiller earlier for this problem I'm having with...